All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net is truly changing the game. We've been telling you for the last few weeks now how, but this one's big. Very big. Mergers, it's a big thing. So All Playground has acquired Sexy Mofo earlier this year, which added lots of sexy new people to Alt Playground's website. And now they have merged Swinger Social into the mix as well. Yes. And for those of you who are looking to get on the site, you know what that means? It means a whole lot more sexy people that you can potentially connect with and have a lot of fun with. Yeah. And there are more mergers to come. Those are just the two most recent. There's about six others in the works and they will be announced shortly as they happen. It's just going to add people exponentially more fun more sexiness just more of a good time yeah so not only are they creating all sorts of new resources for you on their page but they also want to make sure that you can actually put those resources to use with people on outplayground.net by giving you plenty of options in terms of people yeah absolutely growing like crazy and we just want you to head over there and get in touch with all of that fun so head on over to altplayground.net today to check it out for yourself for sure and the second partner of our podcast is pro We love their sexy bedroom products, including their delay spray. Listen, I've used delay sprays in the past, and as the vulva-owning half of the couple, they have left me feeling numb, which is a horrible feeling. And Totally defeats the purpose. Promescent's totally different because it has an absorption technology, which makes it so that the spray is not transferred to your female partner. And that just makes it better for everyone involved. Yes, it does. (laughs) And on top of that, Promescent has a lot of other fantastic products that you can check out over at promescent.com that is p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t.com and use our new promo code which is front porch for 15 percent off of your order yes and i can never say enough about the vitaflux product guys check it out yeah brian's a big fan huge fan all right i'm a big fan of single guy tip of the week <laughs> well, in case you didn't know <laughs> you will not be disappointed by this week's single guy tip of the week i purposely did not share this with you because it is tremendously agreed Well, let's hear it. Yeah. So again, as we talked about earlier, I hate to label people as less than acceptable in this space, particularly the single guys, because we are champions of the single guy in this space. However, there are times when they are just unfucking believably ignorant, and this just happens to be one of them. Okay, let's hear it. So I am communicating on one of our platforms with a quote unquote couple. Okay. Okay. The entire time that I am having this digital correspondence, I have made clear that I am the male portion of a couple. Right. And that we are obviously an ethically non-monogamous couple and, you know, the whole nine yards. This person who is portraying themselves as the female half of the couple tells me the same. Is this the couple we were supposed to meet last week? Yes. Okay. Total horseshit. What? It was a guy. It was a single guy the entire time. Are you fucking serious? Dead serious. So what happened? Well, there was just too much weird. It just wasn't making sense. 
the answers I was getting, the questions I was getting, none of it was, a lot of it just wasn't adding up. Then it was, hey, all of a sudden now I'm no, like in the middle of a conversation, I'm no longer speaking to the gal. Now the, now it's the husband that's on. Hey, uh, my so-and-so isn't going to be available, but I'm free. You know, do you want to meet this afternoon? I'm like, whoa, whoa, that, that escalated quick. What do we, what is that? Didn't make any sense. None of it made any sense. So finally, a few days went by and I just stopped communicating because it was just, it had just gotten weird. Then I get a message. Hey, just want to come clean. I'm a guy. I, I don't have a partner. I did. We're no longer in the lifestyle. Wasn't really sure I had to get back into it by myself. This was his plan. He was going to portray himself as a couple yeah, exactly. I see the look on your What's face. What's the plan? Yeah, how are you? I said to, I literally texted him. So when it was time for all of us to meet, how do you think that would have gone down? Could you, I said to him, draw me a picture of what you think that interaction would have looked like. And what did he say? It was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I just, again, you know, I've been, I was in the lifestyle for 10, I think he said 10 years with my, my ex-wife and, you know, I really want to get back into it. Well, if you're, if you were truly in the lifestyle for 10 years, you know, this is complete bullshit and this is not the way to do it. So again, I call total bullshit on the whole thing and that would just deleted them over. Wow. Like, listen, guys, listen to me. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that he was at one time in the lifestyle and part of an ethically non-monogamous couple. That is absolutely not the way to get back into it. No. 100% not. And if you are a single guy who thinks that it is, you're a total fucking buffoon. That is never going to work. Because here's what's going to happen. Even if you pull the wool over someone's eyes long enough to get to the point where there's now going to be a face-to-face, you are going to show up, presumably alone, to meet a couple under the guise of a couple meeting another couple and you have now wasted everyone's time. You are most certainly going to be embarrassed. Yeah. What, there is no, there is zero upside to that. What did he think was going to happen? We were all going to get together and all of a sudden it was going to be like, well, listen, we're here. Let's just go ahead and have at it. Yeah, I think what pisses me off the most is to me the most important part of connecting with people in the lifestyle is that you're putting yourself out there, right? Like you are putting yourself out there in a vulnerable position, especially when you're talking to someone new and there's that kind of like fun energy that comes along with that. But it also is kind of it's anxiety ridden to some degree. Yeah, I, I can't to yeah. go through all of that because we were going to meet these people on fr- these people, quote unquote, yeah. on Friday. Yes. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. So to go through all of that, like excitement and energy, but kind of anxiety at the same time, all to know that it was bullshit. Well, that's we were, what pisses me off. We were going to meet them at, on either Friday in their town. So he was or going to have Sunday, us drive to his yes, town. Or Sunday in our town for brunch. So to put this into perspective for everybody listening, we would have had to have driven an hour to get to his town. Yep. Or he would have been driving an hour to our town, obviously. But had we gone there to his town... I would have been fucking irate. Oh, I can't even imagine. And if he had come to us on Sunday, we would have presumably met for brunch in our favorite place. Right. Where we know everyone. Yes. And I would have made a fucking scene. I'd have lost my shit. Yeah, you would have. I mean, it would have been uh, it would have been horrendous. So, so was the picture cuz you showed me a picture of them. That was him with that his That was ex? him. Yes. Oh, that's fucked up. Yes, the picture was him with and they were an attractive couple. Yeah, you showed me their picture, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they yeah. are—they're very attractive." Yes, and you're like, "I think so too." Let's move forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that pisses me off. Oh my god, so insane! Just so insane. I don't even have words for it. 
Wow. Totally insane. So, so listen, don't fucking do that. Yeah. Single guys. Listen, man, this is, that is so unacceptable for so many reasons. You put everybody, including yourself in such a bad spot to doing that. If that had actually happened, if that had come to fruition and we had driven an hour out of town to meet for a drink, which was the, the premise of this whole thing, only to find out that you were a single guy. And not that we care that you're a single guy. We would drive to meet a single guy if he was the right single guy. Fuck yeah. But you lied. You totally bullshitted me. That's what's so frustrating is he. you showed me a picture of a couple and both of them were very attractive. Yeah, if he had if sent you a picture of showed, himself. <laughs> if you had showed me a picture of him and said, hey, he might want to meet us, I would have said, cool, let's make it happen. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? So listen, do just don't do that. Do not ever fucking do that. That is so bad for so many reasons for everyone. Yeah. For everyone. So single guy tip of the week, just just be who you are. Just don't fucking do that. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. I was so you. disappointed. Yeah. I want to find her though. She's cute. She is super cute. Maybe she still wants to be in the lifestyle. Yeah, she, maybe I'll just text them back. Like, hey. And maybe she's not a lying uh, yeah. scumbag. So. Yeah. We're not interested in you. However, if she's still involved, we'd like to like, yeah. have a chat can you, with her. Can you hook this up yeah. for can us, you please? Make a connection. Make, you know, kind of make it up to us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there, there you have it. Which, what would have really pissed me off too is, okay, so. For those of you who live in hot climates, you're not going to understand this, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm a Montana girl. We live in yeah. the fucking Rockies. Yeah. It's 95 here right now, and yeah. it never gets 95, which is why nobody has air conditioning in their houses where we live. The no. city that we live in, like one in 10 houses has air conditioning. I don't know. I'm not even sure it's one in 10. I mean, there, there's a window unit here or there. I mean, we have a window unit. We don't use it, but nobody has... There's no central air in fucking Montana. Yeah. Well, today it's fucking hot, okay? Yeah. And I am grumpy so if he would have pulled that shit on the hottest day of the summer it would have been bad but my point is we also just had some fun in the bedroom <laughs> we did and it was a hot bitch but You're it was like, a good time you should come suck my cock and i'm like okay and then i go to town on your cock and by the end of it i am sweating my hair is stuck to my forehead and like the whole time i'm thinking like this is not sexy it was but for me i well i was that was my point my I was hair hoping, isn't stuck to my head <laughs> I was hoping that you didn't give a shit that I was sweating all over the place. I No one gives a shit if you're sucking their cock, oh. that your hair is stuck to your face. Is no. that really a thing? A hundred percent. It wasn't just that I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there isn't a single fucking guy listening that gives a shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain of that. Well, I like to look all cute and well you put together. You always do. Yeah. But imagine if you had had to... Now, let's just also say we were laying outside in the sun. We had jumped in the little kiddie pool, got wet. So it wasn't like you had a face full of makeup or any of that stuff because that shit would have just been running. Oh, my so God, So there would have been yeah. no point in that. So, yeah. I mean, listen, it's it was an amazing blowjob. I'll totally take it. Don't fucking care. Yeah. And you... I mean, I really deserve an extra thank you because it was a hot I'm bitch. I'm totally going to thank you again later. <laughs> And I went to town. In fact, halfway through, I was like, oh, my God, it's so hot. I want to stop. And I never do that because I love when you come in my mouth. <laughs> so for me to think about stopping mid blowjob, that means it was fucking hot. Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on if that's the case. Oof. If that's where your head is at, that's the trouble. hot bitch needs to cool down up in here fast. Well, the good news is in about three fucking weeks, it'll be over because we'll be right back to fucking cold weather again. Yeah, no, and I'll be bitching about that, too. Yes, so you will be. I just, you know, yeah. I bitch all the time. That's what yeah. I do, especially about the temperature but it is unseasonably hot so yeah it's fucking hot yeah. i boob sweat right now like a lot of it points for the amazing mid-afternoon blowjob in the in the heat <laughs> thanks no problem so we have a uh, quite the sexy retelling today that you have heard only chunks of 
which has kind of become our thing. It's pretty typical anymore that I'll come home and give you kind of the broad stroke of what happened, but the sexy little details are saved for the podcast. And this has really become like a whole different type of foreplay for us. Oh, 100%. Because we get done with this and I immediately like want to jump your bones and vice versa, it seems like. Yeah, because I don't have all the information at this point. I got, I don't, I mean, we have very, I have very little information actually. Yeah. You know, again, I got the, the gist, but not the details. So I will say we have been receiving an insane amount of communication from you, our listeners, about this particular gentleman and my interactions with him. I think it's mostly because it's so different than a lot of what we've talked about on the show. And I also think that there are a lot of people I love, I love, love, love when we get a message from somebody saying, you guys made us consider this type of play for the first time ever. Or now my wife wants to seek out somebody who's interested in this type of play. And I fucking love that. It's like broadening people's horizons. And it certainly has brought in mine. Well, yeah, and mine, ours in general. It's it's really created a, a kind of a unique conversation between us around right. this topic. It really has, you know, it's changed our outlook on a lot of things. Mine, certainly. How so? Well, I mean, the, the topic of conversation amongst between us and some of our listeners and our friends has been well, are you guys moving toward that cuckold space? For me, I'm not. A, I don't know that I have the ability to to play in that space like your friend Ben does. I, I don't think I could do that on that level. However, I do feel like because of how we have been playing since we started in this space, for the most part, and how we continue to play, and how my proclivities have continued to change. I feel like we are we are obviously a hot wife couple, but there is certainly a, a percentage of me that falls into that cuckold space because I enjoy hearing about it so much. I don't necessarily always want to know, as you just alluded to right away, I want to save some of it. And almost, I don't want to say I want to be tortured with the, the images in my head necessarily, but I certainly like the idea that how my mind kind of unravels it on my own. How does it unravel it? Well, because I don't really know what happened. So all I do in my head is really kind of go through potential scenarios of what I think can happen. I don't, I mean, no telling how close I am, certainly, yeah. but it's fun to do anyway. And literally, I just got a, a message from one of our listeners, one of our Telegram uh, listeners, who was asked me a question about porn because he was listening to our bonus episode and we talked about porn. And I'm, I'm not a porn guy. I don't really, it's not my thing. And he asked me why I thought that was. And of course, we had a really kind of a cool conversation about it. And then after the conversation, maybe the next day, it occurred to me that part of that is because I developed my own in my head. Yeah, you have a really good imagination, I yeah, feel. I don't need to... The idea of having to watch like hot wife porn or whatever, like why would I have to do that? I, I mean, I have I have plenty of those images in my mind already that are way closer to being real than anything I'm going to find on Pornhub or something, you right, know. Right. So I, that's potentially also why, like, I'm not I'm not fulfilled by that. I would much rather use my imagination. Yeah. You know, I don't need the porn thing. Yeah. So that that for me is what works. So I, I do think that there's a component of that, the, the cuck holding piece that's starting to kind of manifest itself. Well, I think this will be interesting because like I said, you don't know a lot of these details. So I think what we should do is I should provide all of the details and then you should take a little time after I provide all the details to tell us exactly what is going through your head. Okay, I'm in. Do you like it? Okay. I like this. this is going to be fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... Ben, as you guys know, if you have listened to our show, if you haven't listened to the the previous Ben episodes, you really need to because I feel like they're building on each other. I feel like what's really fun about his and my dynamic is that 
everyone becomes more intense because of what happened previously. Well, yes, but let's also say this. For me, the, the I think the interesting part of this is the amount of time that goes by between your seeing Ben. So it could be three weeks, it could be 10 days. There's a pretty significant amount of time that goes by. So you're talking about a gentleman who is a, in a cage. He's caged, you're his key holder. And that could be a three week span of time or a 10 day span of time. But regardless of the amount of time, it's vast enough that there's enough of it that creates all of these kind of desires for him also. Right. And so that really lends itself to these unique experiences that you have. Yeah. So the last Ben episode, the last time we talked about Ben on the show, I should say, was I had just left his house after he had been caged for three weeks and he was not wanting to be caged again that night. Right. So that's where we left it. I still had the key. We had talked after that interaction and I said, do you still want me to keep the key? And he said, yes. So I took it with me, but he had the cage at his house. The lock was undone at his house. And the plan was for me to go over and physically cage him again. But something really interesting happened. So I saw him on a Saturday and by Monday, he had told me that he wanted to put the cage back on. Right. And I said, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to come over and do that. And he said, well, with your permission, I'd love to just cage myself this time. But I still want to have that idea of you holding the key. He was already seeking that out even basically, I don't know, 36 hours after he had been uncaged after being caged for three weeks. Well, and he made it clear in in that, that last time you just recently saw him that he absolutely needs this to be part of his whatever relationship he's in. He needs this to be part of that that space. Yes. 100%. He understands, of course, that there's going to come a time we're going to be moving on, we're going to be traveling, and he gets that. But he said, that's just something I got to have. Regardless of who it is that's in my life, I need that as part of my part of my life, part of my protocol. Yeah, it's part of his sexuality, and it's becoming an important part. And I Very loved much so. yeah. that he reached out to me so quickly afterwards, and we had that conversation because... A, I thought it was great that he was so interested in doing it again so quickly. I thought that that spoke very well to how the first three weeks went of him being engaged. Yeah. But B, it turned me on like crazy because it immediately got me back into that mindset of like, I'm the badass bitch that has the key around my neck and someone has a cage on their cock because of me and they're not going to be out of that cage until I say they can be. And it immediately put this whole sexiness back into motion for me. And it was really interesting how that happened, even not being with him. Right. I wasn't expecting that, but I liked it. And then throughout the week, I started asking him for things like pictures and videos. At one point, I asked him to send me a video of him stroking his cock and touching his balls with the cage on. And he sent it to me. And it was the most erotic thing I've, I think I've ever seen. It was so hot. Of course, I've seen a lot of jerk off videos. I've seen a lot of dick pics, but it was once again, the concept of like, first of all, I asked him to do it and he followed through with, with the task at hand. But in addition to that, it was this idea of like, you can tell he's getting hard well, sure. and he's doing that for me and because of me. Well, he's also wearing the cage because of the dynamic between the two of you. Yeah. It's almost like he's wearing it at your behest. Well, a hundred percent. Which changes everything. It's fucking hot. It's not some guy that happens to be wearing a cage. It's the guy whose key you are happening to be holding that's wearing the cage. Oh, for sure. It's such a mental thing. It's yeah. not the visual stimuli. It's the, the mental aspect of feeling powerful. For sure. For sure. And and him feeling submissive and he's totally getting off on that too. So it's working out perfectly, right? Yeah. We go, 
when did I even see him? I'm trying to think of the day of the week. It was a Monday night. Monday so I think he had been caged for exactly a week again. Right. When I went over to his place. And so ahead of time, he asked what it was going to take for me to take the cage off when I was at his house. And I kind of cheekily said <laughs> that I wanted him to shower me with oral and attention. Right. And I said, you figure out what that means. <laughs> and he said, Okay. <laughs> So I got to his house. We're just hanging out and very friendly. Just once again, I, I love and this is pretty much any time I'm with any single guy or any person in general. I like that time of being able to just have it be a vanilla normal time before other shit happens. Right. I'm not going to say I don't love when like, for example, I walk in and Clint's naked and immediately has me suck cock. That's great, too. But I do like that kind of feeling out period, if that makes sense. Yeah. And just kind of making sure everyone feels comfortable and is on the same page. And and so we did that for a little bit, had a drink, just hung out. And then we were standing in his kitchen and we started making out with each other. And I started touching his cock over his shorts. He was wearing like like a thin material short almost. So I could feel everything. Sure. And I fucking loved that. And so we're, you know, heavily making out in the kitchen. And I start whispering things to him like, do you want that cage off tonight? And he's like, yes, I do. And I was like, well, I sure hope you earn it. And he's like, well, how am I going to earn it? And I said, I already told you. And he's like, okay, okay. So I tell him that I have a piece of lingerie that I want to change into, of course, because I always do. And I took my little red number that looks like an apron. Yeah. It has like the cute little bows on it. It ties. It almost looks like I should be baking like slutty cupcakes in it. You're whatever totally that looks like. Or like the cupcakes with like, tits on them. Yeah, you know, or like making cupcakes but like licking the frosting off my fingers right. or some shit. I don't know. It looks like a sexy apron to me and I love it. So I went in and put that on, called him into the bedroom. And he comes in where we once again start kissing and kind of touching on each other. It's very sensual, which if you guys remember from the last time that I was with Ben, that was not necessarily sensual. It had sensual moments, but for the most part, it was very needy. It was a lot of impact. It was very kind of structured. That was not this at all. It was a lot of touching and caressing and kissing. At one point, he kind of ran his fingers through my hair and just like sent this shiver up my spine. And it was those moments that I loved because once again, we talk about this all the time, but it's different. The touch is different than it is with you. It's different than it is with Clint. It's a completely different sensation. So I'm getting a different flavor. Well, yeah, I mean, once again, the whole premise of one of the premises of why we play in this space for that that level of variety. Yeah, yeah. So it was really, really nice. Very, very sensual. And then at one point, he laid me down on the bed. And so I was, I was laying on my back and had my knees kind of bent, right? And... I said, what are you going to do? And he said, well, you told me to shower you with attention and oral, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I was like, perfect. So he takes out a bottle of coconut oil and puts some in his hand and starts massaging my legs. He starts at my feet. Oh, this is so hot. I love this so much. So he has my foot like up against his chest and he's like kneading it and he's doing it with this look on his face that is so erotic, like like a true act of like sexy service. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it was almost as if he was saying with his eyes, I am rubbing your feet right now so that I can rub my cock inside of you later. Right. Like it was that type of thing. And it was so sexy. So he starts at one foot and he's really just kneading it and just putting all this oil all over and then starts kind of going up one thigh. And right before he gets to my pussy, he switches to the other leg and is kneading that one and then starts working his way up my leg again, but much slower than the first leg. It was that tease that he was kind of giving. Any conversation going on between the two of you at this point? Oh, that feels so good. Yes, that's amazing. I love that. Just those types of things. Right. You know, not necessarily super dirty talk at this point. Because during this time, it's sexual. There's, of course, a sexual energy going on because we all know what's going to happen and my pussy's out. So, right. you know, right. it's obvious what's going on. But it was also very sensual. And it was more about like the sensation of rubbing than than anything else so that went on for quite a while he's really teasing me towards the end and then all of a sudden he takes his hand which has a ton of oil on it both hands actually and starts rubbing my inner thighs like crazy and then his fingers just kind of dance a little bit over my pussy and then back off and onto my thighs and then he starts straight up massaging my pussy (laughs) and it was amazing his fingers are like going around like the mouth at the top and then back down and then kind of just a little bit around the clit and he's just like working me over with this oil and his fingers are all warm at this point because they've been all over my body and it was driving me crazy it was crazy how much time is going on what is the time frame like at least 10 to 15 minutes maybe even longer you mean the whole massage portion probably 15 minutes but i mean it felt like an hour yeah it had to be just like because i'm like i just touched my pussy like what are you doing you know like he's touching my thighs and he maybe like will graze one finger over my pussy and i'm like no 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 no. what are you doing go back to my pussy you know but i'm letting him do his thing and i'm I'm not saying anything i'm not being demanding i'm and i also don't want to create that energy of like you taking you know, charge kind of thing not at that moment i wanted it to be this very kind of sensual nice thing between us and it was and so then he starts playing with my pussy pretty exclusively at that point and fingering me and you know he puts one finger in and then another one and it's very kind of slow and methodical and sexy and and then he starts licking my pussy and he's doing a lot of the same things with his tongue that he was doing with his hands. So it's not straight to the clit or, you know, straight to my pussy in general. It's kind of around it a little bit. And then he almost kind of nibbled on the lips a little bit, which is something that he did the last time. And I really, really love that. And then, you know, he starts looking at my clit a little bit. And I mean, at this point, I can tell, and you know this too, like if I have a lot of foreplay going on, it is, you can make me come in no time at all. So, I mean, the amount of time that it took for him to get me off with his mouth the first time was maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, once you get to the point where, because I, I can just imagine how eager you were for this to happen. Oh, my God. By yes. that point, just out of your coming out of your skin. It's it. Yeah, you're so hypersensitive. It doesn't take anything at all. So, he made me come and I came hard. I mean, full on arched back legs are going all over the place he's kind of holding my legs down a little bit and the other thing i really like is they're not bent my legs were not bent so my feet were not on the bed itself they were on they were hanging over the edge of the bed which created a really different sensation and it was like a weird kind of access i don't know how to explain it exactly but it was just a different position than i usually get oral in. usually my legs are kind of bent up and open while i'm receiving oral this time they were kind 
kind of dangling freestyle. And that was different for me. I don't know. Yeah, I liked that's interesting. It. Yeah. So he started licking me again. He was like, would you like to come again? And I was like, absolutely. So he starts licking me again. And this time it's much more deliberate. It's like a strong suction right on the clit. And he starts fingering me at the same time. And you can tell he's really trying to make me come at that point. Sure. Which I loved. And I came hard again. (laughs) And then at that point... He said, what do you think we should do next? And I said, well, I mean, you did shower me with a lot of attention and oral. I think that, you know, we should move on to the next step. So I undid his pants and I took them down and I was sitting on the bed and he was standing. And so his cock is now out, caged, obviously. And I have the key around my neck and I go and take the key off from around my neck and I'm just holding it there. And instead of immediately unlocking it, I decide I'm going to tease him just a little bit longer. So I stood up and kissed him again. And that lasted quite a while. I really just like made out with him. And then I went down to his cock and started licking on his balls and licking on the cock through the grate again, which I really love. I'm super turned on by that. The idea of the, of the, the grate itself where you can access it, but not really. I think that's what it is. It's like, it's right there. I can't quite get to it. And I think it's a mental thing for both of us. I, you know, I would assume for him, like he obviously wants it to be off. Oh, the tension has just got to be unbelievable. And I'm not taking it off, but I also can't actually get his cock out. So I have to kind of half suck it and half lick it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it's it, again. It's all kind of it's anticipatory. The whole it's it's just a build up. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a mutual tease, and I for loved, both of you, sure. I loved it. It was very very sexy. So I did it for quite a while, and finally I unlocked it and pulled off the cage. We had the cage off, and I started devouring his cock. Because at this point, I am so fucking turned on. He is rock hard. It took a while to get the cage off because he was hard. And I loved that too. So by the time this thing came off, I was just like suction right on that cock. So you're you're on the bed or on your knees? At this point, I am sitting on the bed and he's in front of me. And I'm, like I said, just sucking on it, sucking on his balls, touching his balls, like running my fingers up and down his thighs, which I think he really likes. He makes all these lovely moaning noises when I do that with my nails. Not scratching, but more just like, you know, the soft kind of sensual up and down with my nails on his thighs while I'm sucking his cock. Super hot. Yeah. And so we did that for quite a while. And then he was like, I really think I'm, I need to fuck you. And I said... Something along the lines of, well, you can only fuck me if I say you can. (laughs) And he's like, so does that mean I can fuck you? And I said, yes. (laughs) He's like, I figured as much. I'm like, I'm going to get better at this whole denying thing. It's going to happen. Yeah, Well, well, that's the whole thing, right? You're denying him, but you're also denying yourself what you are terrible at. I'm terrible. I want my, I want it now. Yeah, you can't, you have no patience. I want instant gratification. If a cock is right there, especially if it's attached to a cool dude, I want it. And I want it now. You have no there's no patience in yeah. you. you're like <laughs> a seven-year-old you have the patience of a seven-year-old <laughs> so you know he gets ready puts on a condom i'm laying on the on my back on the bed and he gets on top of me and starts kind of pretty slowly actually put some coconut oil on which i really liked i have not used that as lube in the past and i was a little bit concerned about it because i've never used it and i'm weird about my lubes but i loved it oh it's natural it just kind of like slid in but it wasn't like overly wet it was really nice so he started fucking me like that and at this point we are dirty talking like crazy to each other and you know i want him to come i you know i want i shouldn't say come 
right away, but I want him to really thoroughly enjoy that and have this amazing experience. So I'm trying to think of all the things I can possibly say to get him to that point of like true, just amazing pleasure. Because once again, he has now been caged for basically a month. Yeah. Minus a day and a half. Yeah, minus 36 hours, basically a month He's and a half. had this thing on. And he's done that in large part because of me. And so at this point, I'm all about his pleasure. And so I am like grinding myself back into his cock. I'm on the bed, but I'm kind of almost like pushing myself up into him. At one point, I'm bridging myself. So like my ass is up off of the bed and I am like using my hands to propel myself further into him so that it's getting just deep and amazing penetration and i'm saying all of these things to him i'm talking about oh my god your cock feels amazing just like that oh you're so good at that and like i'm so glad i uncaged you so you could fuck me like this and just oh i'm so hot just all of these things and i was telling him that he was sexy and and just giving him so much like verbal affirmation because i've noticed in the past a couple the last couple of times i played with him the moment that i give him those cues those verbal cues he picks up the pace sure he like you can tell like the energy is exuberating from him yeah once you've gotten once he realizes or feels as though what anything that he's doing is creating a positive experience it just gets that much better yeah because i really do think especially with me during you know now at this point given everything that's gone on he wants to please me for sure he does. And so when I'm providing him with those verbal cues to let him know that he is pleasing me, it's nothing but extra satisfying for him. So it's fucking awesome. Yeah, positive affirmations work in an amazing way. So I was really trying to do that as much as humanly possible during this interaction. And he responded very well to it. And it was so fucking hot. And he is just fucking me and fucking me. I came so hard. And because I was clenching so hard, he told me like, if I don't slow down, I'm going to come. And I think it's really interesting because he's done this twice now where it's it's almost as if he doesn't want to come until I 100% say like, no, you can come. And we haven't had a discussion about me like dictating that during our play. Maybe we should because... Yeah, there's an orgasm denial conversation probably needs to take place. Because if he's into that, I'll totally do it. But I'm also not the type of person that's going to be like, no, don't come right now unless that's something you... You know what I mean? Yeah, like I've already that. come like four times at this point. Right. So it's not as if I'm not satisfied by the experience. So I don't want him to feel as if he has to prolong it simply to provide me with more pleasure. There may be, a, you know, there's an aspect of him that maybe wants to know that you're okay with it, basically. Or yeah. you, he wants you to allow him to do that. So there may be an orgasm denial component yeah we should talk about that because that would actually super turn me on if that's his thing right but you know i was like no i want you to come and he's like are you sure and i was like yes and it took him a couple more minutes to really and he was like just banging me hard at this point all in the same position i'm on my back the entire time and he's just fucking me bearing himself into me i come again and almost immediately he comes sure just i mean from the clenching sensation alone oh i was so fucking hot i loved it Loved it. So once that concludes, where do you go? What happens then? He pumps into me for forever. And then it was really interesting. He actually continued to be inside of me, but kind of position himself and move so that we were... He didn't take his cock out of me right away. We like laid together and repositioned ourselves with his cock inside me, which I was very impressed that we could figure that out. And almost were like spooning each other while he was still inside of me. Right. And... 
it was hot. I mean, we just kind of laid there for a couple minutes. He really had to catch himself. And I could once again tell that he was really like coming down from a lot of endorphins because it was cloudy and fuzzy for him for a little bit. And yeah, it was just hot. Well, I guess to some degree, you know, it makes sense that there would be an orgasm denial component because you are essentially denying him the orgasm while he's in the cage. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I hadn't really thought of that. For a period of time. So yeah, I mean, it's something you should really consider having that conversation. Yeah, we should. And we had a very brief conversation about like where we go from here. And I once again did not cage him, but I took my key back with me. And then he texted me the next day and asked if if he should cage himself again, if, if I wanted him to be caged again right away. And I told him this time I'd like for him to wait. For a couple of reasons. One, because I think it's good for him to wait. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I... I'm not an expert by any means on the physiological aspects of this, but I can't imagine that a break is not a good idea no, no, from I, time I, to time. No, I think it's a smart idea. Give him a opportunity to, you know, let it breathe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, you know, right back to it when you're when you see him again. So, yes, that and also I want the I want to feel that power of caging yeah, you want again. the experience of doing it and i also have some kind of fun teasing things that i'd like to do with him the next time i go to cage him because my thought is to i want to have him well fuck i can't say it he might listen to the show but <laughs> i have some ideas you guys will just have to hear well you'll have to tune in because i, I have some really hot things but i kind of want them to be a surprise so. yeah so next time you see him you can obviously have that conversation and maybe play those out yeah and i've been researching all of these different things that you can do while someone is still caged so what i would also really like to do at some point is a play session with him still caged where i show up and he's caged and i leave and he's caged and the cage doesn't come off while i'm there i've talked with mr k and other people that are in the lifestyle about things like prostate milking and um, even using things like a wand or a vibrator on the cage he and i have not talked about pegging but that may be something that if he's interested in we can discuss i'm kind of turned on by that idea i think it's it once again would just make me feel powerful powerful and sexy to be able to experience that. Sure. So yeah, I mean, I think that there's still a lot of different ways this can go. And it's just a matter of he and I sitting down and having that discussion and deciding which way we want to go with it. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities there. And, and fortunately for Ben, you know, the situation he's in and good for him, having come out of a relationship for the first time in a long time, and now being able to express himself sexually, really any way he desires, uh, is, is great. I mean, he's clearly enjoying every minute of it and just fully taking advantage of it. Yeah. So you have now heard all of the details for the first time. What exactly is going through your head and, yeah, and specifically? That's not at all what we had discussed necessarily. The part that you and I talked about. You mean ahead of time? Yeah. Was really the, you know, the penetrative part, you providing him oral, him providing you oral, and that you basically... Multiple orgasms, obviously, and him fucking you really hard from uh, being in the top position. And that was really the extent of it. So we didn't go into all the details. I really find interesting, there's multiple layers. So you've got some of the pampering that's gone on mm-hmm. with the you know the massaging, obviously. And to some degree, his doing in doing so, he's trying to get your quote-unquote approval to get out of that cage, which I find interesting. And then once he's out of the cage and he's earned your getting him out of the cage... Him really being able to take what must be frustration of being in that thing for the better part of a month and a half, as you said, with the exception of about 36 hours. Taking Not that a month out, and a half, just a month. But well, yeah. about a month. Taking that out on you in a physical way, but still his maintaining a relatively submissive position. 
Yeah. Making sure that you're reaching orgasm, making sure that it's okay that he reaches orgasm by really you know, verbalizing that to you. I find that really very erotic, very interesting. But like, how does it make you feel? Well, clearly, I mean, the whole, the whole idea of it turns me on. The fact that you are, you know, at the moment where you're getting ready to uncage him, but take the time to literally dangle the key in front of him and really just kind of manipulate his cock a little bit inside the cage. And it's those details that are really kind of erotic. Yeah. It wasn't like it was, okay, get that damn thing off and, and fuck me as much as you wanted to, because I can just imagine how built up and pent up you were at that point. You wanted to just rip the thing off of him, so to speak, but you took the time not to, to really kind of enhance the whole experience. That's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I didn't expect it to be that level of intricacy yeah. getting into it. Yeah. And you guys, obviously, as our listeners can't see Brian's face right now, but I can tell you're turned on, which I Yeah, love. it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we just talked about this a little while ago, having not just your relationship with Ben, but the relationships in general with other people. Every time there's an engagement, whether it's with you and one of your regular playmates or myself and uh, our friend Hannah or both of us and one of our regular playmates, every time that happens we reach another level. We talk about that all the time. It's always another level. Like we want to, you know, we want to reach another level, right? We want to hit another plateau. When you play specifically with someone alone and you recount that to me, much like you just did, now I want I want to up the ante again. Don't know how exactly, but I feel <laughs> like we need to continue to move the needle because there's so much we have yet to experience. Well, I think one of the things that we have been discussing a lot, we haven't really, this will be really interesting. We've discussed this during Dirty Talk a lot, but not so much outside of Dirty Talk yet, which which is is the concept of me finding someone to play with without telling you anything about it and having sex with that person or engaging with that person sexually and then telling you about the entire thing. So basically, you have no idea that it's going on until it has already happened, and I am then telling you about it. Yeah, that's. I, I think that lends itself a little bit to what we were talking about earlier, the idea that, as you know, we've talked, we've said this many times, we don't put labels on ourselves at this point. We cannot put ourselves in any particular box because there's no, no telling where we're going to end up, whether we end up as a poly couple or, or whatever the case may be. But the idea of completely discounting the the cuckolding component to our relationship would be difficult to do based on how we often play. And that would certainly, I think, align with that train of thought. I'm absolutely not against it. Mike, again, you know, I go back to the, the safety component. That's the piece of it that always concerns me. I always just want your safety is first. So outside of that, you know, I'm 100% on board. So we, I just got to get my head around that is all. Yeah, well, I think there's ways that I could alleviate some of the dangers of a... Yeah, without giving up the details to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for we can, sure. We can go I mean, those. I have friends in town that could be provided with the address or the person's full name and all right. of those different things. Right. Um, there's there are certain safety protocols that can be taken. But what is it specifically about that situation? Take away the, the dangers of it, but just the situation itself. What is it that really, truly turns you on? Well, it's I think it's a, like like most people or most situations, it's the... It's the unknown. Yeah. You don't you just don't know, right? Like and again, it's anticipatory. So we've been talking about this for quite a while and only recently have we even been able to get out and see our friends again because, you know, everyone's been on lockdown. But now that some of those opportunities are, are coming back around in our area, it's almost like every day 
you can tell me, oh, hey, by the way, this happened. Because I don't know. <laughs> I w- how would I know? Yeah. There's plenty of opportunity for that to take place. Yeah. Under any number of circumstances, especially at this point. So it could be any time. And that buildup is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. It's just a huge turn on. The idea that that could happen any time and that you could spring it on me. Yeah. Well, you just never know. No, absolutely not. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, but I do think it's interesting. I mean, this whole situation with Ben has had a really kind of interesting byproduct for our relationship, which is that we find ourselves talking more and more about, like you just said, we don't necessarily want to label ourselves. Can't. But it does have us talking about like, well, this is really more of a cuckold component. You know, the idea of me going out and being with someone and you not having any knowledge of it and not and no control over it, that's more of a cuckolding component. And the relationship with Ben, the sexual experiences I'm having with him have really kind of opened our eyes to certain things that we may be interested in. Well, that that particular relationship does a couple of things for me. It does open up the door to that possibility, certainly. At the same time, it enhances the concept of the hot wife piece. Yes. Because for me, you know, you are submissive to me when yes. we play. Yep. Not so much to Ben. So you leave me, go to him in a more dominant position as a, you know, key holder. And then coming back home, there's a hot wife component to that that really kind of supersedes just about any other. Yeah. Basically because you're going from one, you know, you're going from that that bottom to top position and then back. You know, so that's a whole nother conversation. We didn't even talk about how the kink piece of that fits in necessarily to this dynamic because it does. It absolutely does. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of different kind of things floating around, which is why it's such a hot, the whole concept of it is super sexy. And there's so many possibilities. That's what's really sexy. Well, there's more. There's still more we haven't talked about yet. We're only going to touch on it though. There is another party involved. Yes. Ben is seeing someone else. Yes. And I think the biggest part of that relationship right now that's so interesting, we touched on this once before, is she is incredibly submissive. Incredibly. And so the idea of her ever being his key holder or holding that kind of dominant position within their relationship is just really not in her wheelhouse. It's not even within her realm of interest. Right. But she is interested in seeing it take place to some degree. Yeah. She wants to kind of witness the whole thing, which I find incredibly sexy. I think that's great. So there's no telling where that leads what road that go you know you go down with that yeah take that out of it even though the idea of just myself and ben so many different ways this thing can go and so many different ways that the energy that we're already kind of building up together can manifest itself into like super erotic situations well you've already outlined some of them like you just talked about pegging the milking prostate milking all those different things all of those are possibilities should he be consensual yeah. You know, you just never know. Who knows exactly where he wants to end up because he's only test. He's just now like dipping his toe in the water. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to decide which direction, you know, he wants to go and what he likes and what he doesn't. And at least now he's got a partner he can, he can talk to about it. Yeah. You know, he can express himself that way. That's a, that's huge. For sure. Huge deal. So exciting stuff happening, yes, people. Holy cow. Super hot. I'm it looking forward is. to more and more and more. Me too. Yeah. I've just been slutty lately. I feel real slutty. Not really. Just with our, you know, just with I am masturbating like three times a day. Yeah, but that's not unusual for you. And I'm putting shit all over Snapchat and I'm 
doing some other stuff that you'll hear about soon. <laughs> yes, very soon. More to come. And I'm just feeling very sexual right now, and it feels good. I feel like this is like this is my normal. This is where I want to maintain. Yeah. And I think it's due to a lot of different factors, none of which matter, and we're not going to go into the on the show. But the point is, like, I'm finding my sexual stride again, high at a high high level. Well, we have a, there's a lot going on with us, obviously. Now, of course, that things are not back to normal by any means, but better. We have a lot of plans, lots of travel coming up. And I'm, I think a lot of what's happening with us, you know, what's got our wheels turning are all the potentialities, all the possibilities of what's to come. The, and again, the unknowns, we have no idea a hundred percent what to expect. We know, we know what we're anticipating and we know what we're hoping for and what we're looking forward to, but there's really no telling where, where this thing leads or ends up for us in terms of, you know, our sexuality. We have no clue, which is the fun part for me. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I don't discount anything me at this point. Me either. It's fucking awesome. You know what else is super awesome? What? Our Patreon community. Yes, they are. Our, the, like I said, my favorite part of uh, our Patreon community certainly is our Telegram group. I've been communicating with a bunch of folks on there today. And it's not just, it's the sexy stuff for sure, because there's so much sexy shit that goes on. But just cool stuff in general, just conversation, day-to-day stuff, people connecting, bouncing ideas off of one another. It, very cool stuff. And almost 90 people that are now on that Telegram group. Yeah, so. that's crazy. It's an amazing place to connect and you'll get access to that as a member of our Patreon community. We also offer things like bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers, which are available every single Tuesday. And we have Naughty Snapchat and we have all sorts of cool shit giveaways. We just do a lot of stuff in there. And we do all of that as a thank you for those of you who are sponsoring our show. I will say if you're one of those people that reaches out and you're like, oh, jerk off every single time that you guys put out an episode. That's awesome. And you should pay for some of your porn by going to Patreon.com slash front porch swingers and getting signed up kind of kidding but not totally yeah not totally. listen we are very passionate about our patrons our telegram group all those things we have as we talked about we have a gigantic map of the united states they are colored stars they're color coordinated different stars and patrons have a color and a star where we know we have to go to meet some of our patrons we're yes. totally doing that that's the thing that's happening yeah absolutely and uh yeah if you love the the show and you want to see us continue to grow and do other amazing things we sincerely hope that you'll have on over there like i said patreon.com slash front porch swingers and see what it's about for yourself get signed up with us today and start collecting those exclusive bonuses and a very big thank you to our newest patreon members who this week are adam giles jj and endless love endless play so thank you guys for jumping on board we so appreciate your support always thank you very much and get on over see us on telegram it's an awesome place to be Hell yeah. Also, guys, episode 100 is one week away. And if you didn't listen last week to find out what it's about, we are talking to fucking Clint. Yep, he is live in the studio for a chat with us. It was a great time. Well, he was here. He was but it's not person. live when we put it out. No, he was in person in the studio. <laughs> and it was actually because we were all alive. So it was awesome. We had a great conversation with him. We finally got him in here to do it. Everybody's been, I mean, we've been getting beat up for a year over oh, when you're going to have Clint on. He was so nervous about oh, it. Yeah, and this yeah. interview was badass. He's so open and just like willing to share things. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, he, he's so articulate, so intelligent. You guys are really in for a treat. Yeah. So do not miss next week's episode of FPS. No, it's, we've, matter of fact, the next. 100, 101, 102, 103. We've got a whole bunch of them lined up. They're just going to be awesome. we got some amazing guests, not the least of which is Clint. It's going to be a good time. 
Hell yeah. And also make sure you're subscribed on all the podcasting apps, whichever one you're listening on right now, because then you'll find out when the episodes drop in. And also if you haven't left a review on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening right now, please consider doing so. Leave us a couple of lines about why you like the show and it just really helps support the podcast and get more eyes on us so we would love you for that as well you can find us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fp swingers too we have a youtube channel which is called front porch swingers and if you're watching over there we hope you'll subscribe as well because then once again you are notified when we drop something new yeah new one coming out tonight as a matter of fact or well sunday anyway also definitely jump over to our website and subscribe there. We got a newsletter that goes out, a lot of interesting stuff, tells you what we're up to, where we're headed, all that good stuff. Absolutely. I think that's all we have for you guys this week. Is that correct, Brian? Yes, that is it. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.